0: Parents are Gujarati Muslim. I've been a Muslim girl in porn. You know, I had death threats, I had my, there were forums that I had my address on it to say, oh, this is where she lives. If you find her, go to and kill her. A lot of guys inject cabbage, uh, inject a dick to keep it hard. I don't use the Quran in any anything. I've had people ask me, they go, oh, can you like um, rip the Quran, can you piss on it, can you do this? No.
1: So, Sahara and I, uh, international porn star, Game of Thrones features, TV shows. How long have you been in the industry for? Uh,
0: I started, well, it's been a while. I started in the industry in um, 2004. Uh, then I worked through till 2009, and then I took a, a long break out of the adult industry. But I did some little bits on the side, and then I came back to it again in uh, 2018. So, Brilliant. How,
1: yeah, how? How would you? a while, how, yeah. Yeah, I mean that, uh, that that was a big gap. How would you class yourself? Like, what would you say that your occupation is?
0: My occup <laughs> I don't to the. I just cast myself as an adult entertainer.
1: I don't know why I just assumed that you were Pakistani. Like, Do people make
0: that? No, just... but you know, it's, it's no. so weird because everybody assumes, I don't know why, because I say, you know, people go, oh, you're Muslim, okay? And they go, oh, you're Pakistani, I go, no. No parents from Pakistan, no, we must be, Why? Why am I... <laughs> Why do I have to be from Pakistani for? I was like, my parents from India, Gujarat, you know, it's not even like near Pakistan anywhere. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, my parents are Gujarati. Uh, they um, came. Well, my mum came when she was young, about eight. My dad came when he was twenty. So, first generation British. Yeah. Well, I'm first generation British. Uh, yeah. Gujarati. Very. I'm very. As I've got older, I've become a bit more Indian. In my. Right. Really. Not in my outlook, but just general. I think I, you know, as your kids, right? I mean, I grew up in the, well, I 80s. I've got to say because I was born in 75 so my main uh, obviously growing up was in the 1980s and when you were nice to be at school and stuff and people go oh what's that smelly stuff you've got in your pat lunch and you'd be, you be know, really embarrassed and things but uh now after like 30, I my mid 30s I was like yeah just you know just like, you know accept that you're Indian more I've, I think I've just got more Indian as I've got older so it's good.
1: <laughs> was, your, was your upbringing quite traditional?
0: um yes so my upbringing was uh straight so in terms of strict i mean very straight muslim parents very (laughs) straight uh mostly yeah it's a traditional so it's more of a religion thing really you know so it was you know making you know i think people don't realize in certain cultures that how you know they go oh they had a hard life and i go well we have to go to school we have to come home we have to get have tea get ready go to mosque it was like get up in the morning, go to school, come home in the evening left say four, get, go to, well, ho- yeah, home for four, have a tea, go to mosque, two hours in the mosque, come home. So by five, time yeah. you, you know, got home, it was seven and then you had to do, you know, then you ha- had to eat and then you had to do your homework, then it was time for bed.
2: That how, was life.
1: Was how, 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 how are you like, um, so obviously now I guess you've deviated from that slightly, how, how old were you? <laughs> slightly. <laughs> like how you chuckled when I said slightly. <laughs> slightly. <laughs> slightly. I,
0: um, that's little, I took a little detour and it became a big detour. Um, I got into the porn industry when I was 28, which is, um, at the time, it was uh, probably a lot older than that. A lot of girls get into it, But like these days, I see females and males getting into it a lot older, like in their 30s and their 40s uh but yeah i got into it when i was 28 so i was um older you know most girls are getting into it when they 18 19 20 and um yes, yeah, 28 grand old age of 20 i was a milf when i started i wasn't even like a no, i was a milf when i started but it was really funny right because when i was in the states working i used to... because i looked young and my physique was young i used to play like Barely legal. I used to get. I used to get in barely legal stuff, and and they'd be like, I like, oh, I'm playing an eighteen year old now, <laughs> and I'm twenty eight. <laughs> what was what
1: What was your first What was your first interaction with the porn industry? Was it as Was it as a consumer, or was it straight into sort of the deep end? Like, did you first oh, no. start? I, you know you what? Like I don't actually like
0: watch a lot of porn. It doesn't really um so i started uh when i was twenty eight I got into the industry and I started with solo uh production, so was like solo girl stuff, and then I ended up going on to things like uh bait station where they only i mean these days these channels are running like twenty four hours a day uh when I was in two thousand and four they most of these channels used to run three hours eleven till one, 11 till two things like that sort of thing um and then, you know, it sort of progressed on from that. So I did that for a bit, and then it went to like, sort of girl, girl, boy, girl, and then,
2: yeah.
0: there you go. Bob's young, think...
1: like that. <laughs> well, only in that one film. Um, no, so it's- I think
0: Bob's the uncle. I'm sure there's Bob's the uncle in some film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I, that, that's where I came across you for the first time. I must've been like, about 14. I was like scrolling you through heard. the- you Yeah, so I know. It was. It was like the. It was like. It was like the first interaction. I remember. I was trying to get onto like the fucking cartoon channel or some are you? shit. I, just, I must have been about fourteen. So now I'm. I'm, I'm you
2: now.
1: i I'm fourteen. No, no, no. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, come <God. laughs> Come on now. I thought
0: you tell
1: that. I'm um, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven is my age. Oh so. my god!
0: You're
1: too so young. <laughs> oh, I, I don't feel it. Trust me. Uh, like, I'm like. Old. I feel like old enough.
0: I feel like old enough to be your Half a mother,
1: <laughs> <Not full>
0: mother. <laughs> because I could have technically had you when I was. Um, when i was 45, so you're 45. Uh, yes, yeah. I just said to you I was 28 when I started in, in 2004. So uh, do the sums.
1: <laughs> bro. This is this is so fucked up. Our ages could be swapped. I could be 45 and you could be 27. It was crazy. Yeah, I'm
0: 45. That's what I said to you. I was a milk when I started, and that. I don't know what I am now. I'm like a cougar, I guess. Um, so when you, you, when you say you were 14, I'm, you know, you know, always, I'm not, I don't get embarrassed, right? But um, when people say to me, "Oh, I came across you when I was 14," I go,
2: "Oh."
0: <laughs> it's always sort of like, "Oh," and then they'll say, "Oh, I've been your fan from like from the start," and I go, "How old are you now?" And they go, "27." I go, "Oh." <laughs>
1: No, but you know, my 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 porn consumption my porn consumption habits I would describe as quite healthy. So it's like I so I, I came across the Baby Station channels and shit when I was about 14, 15. But it's like I've never been somebody who's like super into it. So like I tweeted you today to basically be like, oh, I'm gonna spend the afternoon chatting. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And like some of the people liking and retweeting, I was like looking through and they're like, they take pride in being like porn addicts. Yeah. Do you, do you come across a lot of like addiction in what you work in?
0: Do you know what? I do, uh, it's a really strange thing. because I was watching a programme yesterday. I don't know whether you watched it. It was on Channel 5 or Channel 4. It was called Porn Generation. Yeah, um, yeah we probably watched it. And, and it was talking about porn addiction. And I was trying to understand. I guess because, like, for me, I'm not really with um, anything. You know, I, I, can, I can take things or leave things. So I don't tend to get addicted to it that way like some people uh like tv series they'll watch them and they're like addicted and I go I just watch one and whatever I don't really have to watch it so you know when people say porn addiction is it when does it become an addiction you know I think does it become an addiction when you can't go through your day without it like I I watched a program a while back and there was this guy on there or some young lad saying that he had to masturbate three or four times a day. I don't know, is that an addiction of to masturbation at that point? I mean, is once not enough for you in the day? <laughs> he was saying that he literally had to stop the car and have a wank. And I was like, and I was what and I was watching it and I'm thinking, well, that must be an addiction at that point because there are some, you know. Can you not control, like, you, why do you have to stop your car in a lay-by because you need a wank so urgent? What's so urgent about having a wank that you've got to stop your car in a lay-by to do it? Can you not just wait till you get home?
1: I think, I I, I, I was, like, looking into this before before diving into this conversation, so I, I, I looked up a few of the definitions. That essentially, anything that's addictive is when it starts taking precedence Over your in life. your life. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I mean, that's when you see people, I mean, I guess it depends what people call addiction. Like in this lockdown, you know, you've heard of people, and they say, you know, they've started drinking more. You know, where they were, where they were drinking hardly anything. You know, they can go through, I don't know, a bottle of wine a day. Is that? Um, are you an alcoholic at that point? Because he said to them, "Well, you're an alcoholic because you're drinking a bottle of wine a day." They go, like, "Oh no, I'm not an alcoholic." But is that an addiction? Because you, you're sort of having to drink a bottle of wine in the day just to get through your day.
2: Um, mm-hmm. Is you, like okay. If you're having a bottle of
0: wine a day, is that like it's just you watching porn constantly? I mean, if you're watching porn constantly and then it was affecting your relationships, your work, your life balance, you know, if you thought you're at work and you, you in your head or you think, oh, I've got to get home and have a watch X, Y, Z and have a wife, then obviously there's something quite wrong there. Yeah. Um, I think you can have a healthy... I don't see there's anything wrong with watching porn. I don't watch it. Mm. I don't even watch my own. <laughs> I don't even watch my own stuff. People said, do you to No. Like my editor, like my cameraman who edits my stuff, he said, do you ever watch it? And I go, no. How do you edit your stuff? And I, I, I just, just, just pull it through and I just edit it and I just, because he said, you should obviously edit it and watch it to see. I, go, I don't want to look at myself or anything. I just, somebody
1: else can uh, edit the thing. Yeah.
0: So,
1: um, so do you not watch any? And not just your own stuff, but like, any, I don't really
0: watch yeah. porn. And I know it might sound really weird to people. I don't even watch, like when people said to me, oh, did you watch your scene in Game of Thrones? I went, awful. I got paid to go to work.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I
0: got, I, got, I got paid to go to work. And, uh, I, got, I went there. I did the work. I got paid. Later. Yeah. I I don't, I've never watched any Game of Thrones. I think I watched one, one episode of Game of Thrones, which was, I think, one of the last ones. Where the, where the dragon came down and blew the wall. That's the only one I watched, right? I didn't watch any others.
1: Yeah. No, see, the- I'm, I'm perfectly supportive of your career decisions and everything, but it's this bit that's making me judge you the most. I'm like, I'm I'm you the Game of Thrones, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Game of Thrones is the one.
0: Do you know, I'm not, I mean, I watch TV, but I'm not an avid watcher of anything on there. I like watching documentaries and I like watching sort of murder mystery things or, you know, murder it, don't don't ask you why, dark things, but um, I don't really tend to watch any series, so I might catch one episode of it, but then if I don't get the other four, I don't really care. Right, right, thing. Right. i don't run home from i don't like if i'm out somewhere i don't think oh shit i've got to put it on i don't know sky plus or something to record it because i want to watch it later on <laughs> maybe
1: maybe i'm a tv addict maybe my porn habits are ha- habits are healthy but my my tv habits aren't i'm like no, dig- I, you know i I'm think right. game ha- game for direct. me
0: personally i think do things that you enjoy there's nothing wrong with that right
1: mm-hmm. as long as your
0: rest of your life is also you've got a balance you know you've got you know. If you're working constantly does that make you i mean i guess people will call you a work addict at that point
2: yeah. if you're
0: just working all the time if you're not working at all then you're just a bum man you know? so <laughs> are you are you, a, are you just like a lazy addict
2: <laughs> i mean if, Uh-oh.
0: if you work all the time they call you a work addict if you don't work are you like a lazy addict or uh, loser, that, the word, they don't there's no word for a lazy addict. They, they just call you bums, don't they? You're a bum, man. You don't go <laughs> to work. If you work constantly, you're a work addict. If you do, I think anything in excess is an addict. And I think you have to find a balance in your life of, you know, if you've got a family, you've got to find family time. You know, I'm single. I don't really have to find all that. So I can just spend my time do what I want. Um, yeah. But, you know, if the you're correct working way to got, spend your life. What's that?
1: The correct way to spend your life.
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, you know, if you've got, if you, the only thing with this sort of work is your work life and your, if you, you know, I work from home a lot, like if I do camming or if I'm doing other stuff, I'm working from home. So sometimes your work, life, there's no start to your work life and there's no end to your work life. Mm-hmm. It's just like, Oh, I'm sat at home, but somebody messages, I've still got to reply. So you're, you're sort of on, I feel like sometimes I'm on the clock till I go to bed, unless I specifically go, right. I did it last year, I was like, oh, after 11 o'clock, well, 10 o'clock, don't reply to work, emails are nothing, but mm-hmm. you just get, you end up doing it anyway. So I think from, I keep saying New Year, but I will start doing it again, because otherwise it's just, you're sat at home at night, you just eat and you're chilling, and you're still like, replying to emails, and doing it mm-hmm. sort for of work, and then you go, before you go to bed, it's work. As soon as I get up in the morning, work. I get up at seven, 10 past seven, get you know, get my breakfast, a protein shake, before I go to the gym, what do i do i check twitter i check my emails so the work starts to be at seven and then finishes at like whatever i go before i go to bed seven to twelve yeah. seven to one <laughs> it's just
1: yeah do you, do you enjoy what you do
0: yeah in uh, i enjoy what i do uh, i've been able to travel with it I, I traveled in my mainstream job as well but um, um been able to travel i met so many people i probably wouldn't have met had I not been in that business or this business, um, I'm, I'm a bit like socially, um, what do you call it? I don't like me. I don't like going out. <laughs> You're an introvert. I uh, yeah, I don't like, do you know, I like meeting people. I like talking. I actually don't like, I don't like going out too much. I don't even like clubbing. I think, mm. I think I'm getting old now. I didn't even like clubbing when I was your age, mm-hmm. when I was 27. I didn't even <laughs> like clubbing then. I like going out and meeting people, like having dinner and things like that. Clubbing doesn't. It just doesn't do anything for me. I think you know you go to yeah. a club because I, I don't drink. I mean, very rarely. I have a drink occasionally, but I very rarely drink. So you know, you go to a club, then you end up being around people by ten o'clock at night. They're all half sloshed, <laughs> and you're still like, oh, okay, <sighs> I'm going to go out now because you're on like two sheets to the wind. You can't have a conversation with anyone at that point because it's all a bit nothing okay. or here or not. But yeah, um, I like. No, I, I think the job is. Um, good it gets you know it's like any job right you get days sometimes you get up in the morning and you're like oh, I've got to go and mm-hmm. shoot right and you think i don't really want to go and shoot today because you might be tired or other things about like, you know personal problems issues you know the, the thing with porn is you can't really take your personal issues into work because it sort of comes out whereas you know when you're in an office you can just hide
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> hiding right whereas um you know if you've had a bad day or you might have had a i don't know a fight with your partner or your boyfriend and you've got to go to work and you're still annoyed and it comes across because you might get annoyed with your scene partner at that point <laughs> i had do you know when i first started it's no joke when i first started i did a couple of scenes and there was one scene um i was doing it was a content thing a friend of mine was shooting it and the guy he was a, he was a total tool man he turned up uh and he he'd already he'd had car problems right he'd had issues he had car problems his car something had happened and whatever so he turned up at the shoot in a bit of a state anyway and then he started picking on little things and I was just like and it was like my second or third shoot and I said, I said well, the guy who was shooting it I was like I'm not doing this I actually went away and cried I was like, oh my god he's such a twat this guy so then my friend spoke to him and he was like look he's just having a bad day whatever and I thought oh, okay um and I thought oh, fuck it right went back finished the shoot fine um and then I saw this guy on a yeah, you two years later out on another ship and I, I walked in and I thought oh my god I've got to work with this guy right and I thought the last time I worked with him it didn't go very well but he was so nice actually he actually came and he said sorry he said oh last time we worked he said I want to apologize he said my head wasn't there he said I had a lot of issues that morning and I said I, you know I took it out xyz and um, I was like yes okay fine clear yeah and it was all good it was like a group scene and it all went really well but that's the other you what I mean you take your
1: problems to work or you end up taking it out on somebody yeah. else <laughs> it's yeah I like I've got to be honest so I'm I'm like in my personal life I'm like a total libertine. like I, I enjoy myself to the fullest when it comes to dating all of that but when I think about like so let's say porn for example mm-hmm. I can't cause that divide where it's like so you referred to the person that you were well, like for all intents and purposes you were go- gonna go have sex with as your scene partner so there's obviously a clear divide in your mind it's like a co-star
0: yeah. how do you manage I, uh, that
1: how do you manage that
0: how do i manage that it's, it's um, like for me it's really simple i get paid mm. so if i go and do a shoot and i'm getting paid it, i'm getting paid for it at the end of it um, even if it's content it's content that i'm gonna make money from so that's where my line is I, all my scene, all my, uh, whether it's a female or male, they're all uh, core performers or scene, you know, um, what would you call it? Um, what did I just say before? I can't remember. Scene partners. Scene partners. And that's how I'm very professional that way, because obviously, um, there's no, you know, if you get chemistry, that's good. But I, you could, I know people say you can't fake chemistry, right? But you could always, you know, if you're a performer, it's uh, for me, I can act it all out. I can be, make it look really good, right? And in my head, I'm like, fuck you, they are all shit, man. I <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes I've been shooting I'm like, these are all shit, right? But are you like, yeah, great. And then at the end of it, they go, like, oh, it's a really good edit. And you're like, that was a really shit scene. But they're like, oh, it was great. It's like, fantastic.
2: <laughs> 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 um,
0: so yeah, so my line of separation is, um, you know, I work with loads of girls who I'm friends with, and, you know, off screen, we're still friends. We don't do anything off screen, you know. It's when you're working, you're working. When you're, and obviously when I'm with a, a personal partner, you know, it's a bit more. You've got to have a bit more. I don't have. To, I don't need a connection with a scene partner because like you can fake that. Yeah. <laughs> if you can perform, you can you can sort of make it look whatever you want. Um, mm. But with a, on a personal basis, you've got to have some sort of connection.
2: Yeah.
0: Otherwise, it's just. I think you know. Uh, nowadays, I'm just like. You know, if you've got to have some sort of connection and it's gonna be going somewhere because the honest truth is if I wanna you know, I can go to work and have sex.
2: Yeah and
0: not just go out and let people say, Oh, going out, you know, meet someone for I don't don't need to I don't need to be meeting guys for that. <laughs> just go to work. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well that brings me on quite nicely to, to another question I had, which is like First, so i guess this is like a three or four part question actually so the first the first question is is porn sex good sex? do you show up to like a shoe and do you expect the sex to to be good and is it good
0: well, i expect the sex to be good mm. i don't expect the sex to be anything i ex i expect i and go, actually weird man, I'm not weird, right? it, it, I guess it's different things with different people like so some people they actually say that like, they can't work with somebody they're not attracted to like they go oh can't work with somebody, like, to me it's a job, I work with loads of people, there's something nice about that person you know they might speak to you nicely, but have a nice face, they might have, a, I don't know, something nice about you. But, um somebody told me this, another producer told me this, That a male performer said to him, a very well-known male performer, he asked him the question, How do you work with lots of different women? Because there might be women that you don't find attractive. And he said, Ah, oh, you find something attractive about everyone. He said, It might be the feet, it might be the face, it might be that they've got a nice hands, nice boobs, whatever. And that's what you concentrate on. You concentrate what? on the aspects that you find nice about them. You know? mm-hmm. And that's it. And I go to work, and some people think I'm very cold at work. I do. Uh, I, I don't even lie about that. Some people say, oh, I'm very cold because I don't do all that pre scene. Um, you know, the guy might like a bit of, oh, oh, this is, you know, flirty business. I, <laughs> I don't do all that shit. I literally, uh, you know, if, if, if it's an issue, you know, I, I talk to them, but, you know, somebody was said to me, you should, you no, know, like, try and, like, you know, I thought, what, what no, <laughs> not me. <laughs> When I came back, I found it, you know, this co- whole content thing, I had to really get my head around. Because when I was, back, you know, when I started shooting, it was mostly productions, whether it was here or in uh, USA or Europe. I used to, used to turn up on set, uh, if it was makeup, you have got makeup done. Uh, the guy would turn up, fine. you might have a little high bye whatever, you know, chit-chat. Mm. You know, you go and get your gut, they do the stills, the glamour stills, they do the boy-girl stills ready to shoot, there yeah, we go. And that's how I used to work. You know, there were guys, there were people up there who might do stuff off camera beforehand, but I was like, that's not for me, because if mm. I'm not getting, you know, off camera is not paid for. <laughs> <laughs> me, I ain't nothing yeah. people off camera. I, you know, I don't need to be doing it. I just do it all on camera. So it's all on camera. <laughs>
1: Businesswoman, I love
0: that. Yeah, it's all on camera. And um, there you go, you start the shoot. And then I remember in America was uh, with this guy, he was like, before it he was like i was sat down he comes on and was looking at him, what's he stroking my leg for <laughs> he was like oh just no and he, and he and he said he said to me he was like Hope you're not going to be like this in this scene i go no i'll be fine in this scene right because he, he thought because i wasn't giving it to him before the scene that like in the scene i was going to be on a bit like right? and afterwards he, we did the scene it, it was fine it was all good and he said oh you're very different but i was like yeah because I'm working, <laughs> I'm getting paid.
2: <laughs> Off camera,
0: I just want to sit there and do my own shit. Like, I don't want you. To,
1: yeah.
0: I don't want to be doing that whole, you know, touching you know, making the guy feel really hot and sexy. well, woofful. Yeah. I don't need well,
1: to make yeah feel. you're not getting paid for that. So
0: I'm not getting paid for it. And you you know, and it sounds you know, it sounds harsh, but you're not my boyfriend or you're not somebody I'm going out with. I don't need to make you feel hot and mm. sexy and Flirty with you too, so you're ready for uh, You know, you know, yeah, I understand. I understand it's hard for guys, right? Because the guy's got to get hard on regardless. You know, he might yeah. not fancy, he might not find the girl attractive, but he's you know, if he's booked for a shoot, he's got to find some way of keeping himself hard. So, you know, he might want a little bit of attention.
1: <laughs> are, 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 fluffers um, still a what's
0: are fluffers still a thing?
1: What's up? Are fluffers still a thing? Fluffers
0: you all know, right. I've never seen one fluffer in my entire life. I've been shooting. I have never seen a fluffer. People talk about fluffers, right? And I'm like, I'm yet still to see a fluffer on set. I have never ever seen a fluffer.
2: That never. Is, There's no girls in the background
0: fucking the guys off while, they, while you know while you're off having your makeup done or having your girl you know stills done and they're keeping them hard. Now these guys have to keep them. Tell you what their fluffers are. It's the phones. They just watch on the phone and keep them fighting themselves or these days these days i'm not even they all inject take that back not all of them a lot of guys inject cabbage uh, inject the dick to keep it hard a lot of european with, guys do it.
1: with what yeah
0: you i think it's called something like cabbage or something it's quite um yeah i'm not really sure what the name is but they inject the dick to keep hard basically Um, like say, um, and it keeps you going for scenes, uh, you know, you might not be able to do a a full on cum shot, but, um, it keeps you, you know, it stops your dick from going, uh, going flaccid, you know? So you ain't got the issue there. You literally can, you're just like a machine. At that point, you're just banging away. I'm sure you have (laughs) no feeling in it. I I think I worked with one guy in Europe who, um, it was for a, a virtual scene. And I think his dick, he had injected his dick because it was hard from the time he came on set. And it never once went down. It was hard till the time, even when we had cuts and we stopped. Um, and it, it must be hard because it's a virtual reality scene. So when the guy can't really do much, he's just like there's a. It's got two camera, two lenses, and it's a girl doing most of the work. So obviously like virtual. Mm-hmm. So he's just got to be still like a robot. Um, and I'm sure he had injected. And I think in Europe a lot of people do inject. and It just allows them to keep their dick hard. Oh, let
1: me shut my phone up. <laughs> that's awesome. right, no
0: worries.
1: <laughs> it's that guy. He's phoning you. He's being like, Why are you breaking my business out like that?
0: No, that's my accountant. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: that's that's when you that's when you know your porn life is going well when you've got an accountant calling you. He's like, you have rich. To have an
0: accountant, right? Because people think we don't have accountants, but you've got to be in you know, all these platforms, we all pay tax and everything. So let me just message him quickly to say I'm on the phone. So he'll be like ignorant woman. Um, We all pay taxes and everything. And, uh, yeah, an accountant comes in. My accountant's great. I've even put everyday people onto my accountant. I (laughs) I have. My uh, my personal trainers and everybody. I was like, yeah, go to my accountant. He's great.
1: Interesting. Interesting.
0: So they all go to him now.
1: I just can't get over injecting your dick. Oh, my God. Like...
0: Let yeah, me just... I'm such a slow typist. Okay, um, yeah, so they That's inject part, they yeah. and a lot of people, um, a lot of people, sorry, a lot of guys in Europe, I'm not sure in America, I'm not sure, I, I, don't, I don't see many guys doing it in the UK, but in Europe, definitely, you, they inject their cocks. Uh, oh, the
1: next, uh, we, we needed, like, a warning or something, I've got, like, like, pain and already.
0: Jason, who is uh, the, the sexual health and wellbeing officer at UCAP, the organization that I'm a chairperson of, he was saying to me that he's got this information. He knows a lot more about this stuff. Mm. Um, sometimes you have to inject again to get rid of it. He, he was telling he, he sent me, this, um, he sent me a WhatsApp message about X, lots of things. And I'm like, well, what's this? What's this? And I said, I've heard about the injection. He said, oh, sometimes, uh, sometimes you have to go to the hospital. If they inject I can imagine. Too much, if they inject a bit too much, it, it might not go down for days, it, 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 not days, but you know, it might not go down yeah. for a day or two, and obviously at that point it becomes painful. So then you have to go to hospital and have it, I don't know what they do to it at that point. <laughs>
1: they, they, they say that about, well, I, I, I can figure out what they do, because have you ever heard of what they do if like you have that reaction to Viagra? So if you have a reaction to Viagra and you can't lose your erection within I think four hours, do you right. know how they get it down? So you go to hospital oh. and they drain your blood. That's it,
0: they going not drain it, but I wasn't really sure what they drained, so
1: it's blood. They oh. they drain.
0: Oh yeah, the blood's filtered out
1: here. Yeah, oh my god. Okay, let's, let's oh my god. Um All right. I've lost let's total re- completely. Re- yeah. <laughs> I've you you've just totally fucked my mind off. I'm just like, oh my god. Um relationships so you mentioned something about um relationships when you were talking there i've been in
0: a relationship for a long time i think my last relationship was with a porn performer uh 10 years ago Uh, and to be perfectly blunt uh, i stopped working because for me uh i was with him for four years and after two years i stopped working because i just didn't feel comfortable doing boy girl when i was in a relationship and um but he was all right with it. And obviously it caused a lot of issues uh, and then the relationship ended. So after that, I haven't been in a relationship. I've sort of dated, dated on and off and I've always been um, honest with them about what I do because rather they know than they find out halfway in. But um, yeah, I haven't had anything long-term with anyone. I think most of them think because you do porn, these might, uh, you, you're, you know, if you, if you start dating a guy they think you're just, they just most of them are just after sex. And I remember when I dated somebody last year for a little bit, but not him, but the year, the one before, like four years. I, I have really long periods between dating. Um, right. Yeah. For somebody who, were, you know, who works in the adult industry, who wasn't in the adult industry for a while, I have really long periods where I just don't see anyone or, or have sex or whatever. And people go, oh, yeah. oh, don't you miss it. I go, no, not really. Um, <laughs> so I think before, so I, had, I dated a guy for a while in, around this time last year. And then before him, it was four years ago. <laughs> and that guy yeah it was four years ago wow, and I good. said to him, and I told this guy I said to him look if you're just got to come around to have sex right I ain't got a problem I said we could have to stop putting money on the table right because they say <laughs> I said because I ain't interested in this shit right you know I want to like date someone I want to go out with someone I want to like have a, a so, but if you, you know if you sort of come around and have sex all right we can do that but it's not doing anything it's not going anywhere and if it's mm. not going anywhere what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. You put money on the table. That's different, right? <laughs>
2: you know, <laughs> all right,
0: put money on the table. Come, come and put money on the table. You could have, we could have fun, whatever. And then mm. you can bugger off and you don't have to have the whole are we seeing each other soon or when can I see you again? You haven't got to have me messaging you or texting you or expecting yeah. any boyfriend duties of you.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah I get, get you. Because
0: if you're dating someone, you know, you... You want there to be, you know, you, you know, you you might want the guy to message you every so often to see how you are and how your day is going, or you know, you yeah. want the guy, you know, you want to do the same to the guy. You want to go out and stuff, but if you're not doing all that, what are you is that, what are you doing?
2: Yeah, it's, I, just, I, I it's just
0: that, set. and I think well, now nah, you're all right. I can do that with you if you want, but it comes at a cost. <laughs> it comes at a cost. <laughs> that's, what
1: that's, yeah.
2: that's
1: funny. How does it does? is is porn is porn sex different to relationship sex or like your personal well, for
0: me, sex is. yeah for me it is at some people it might not be for me it is because when i'm doing porn i i i am completely performing i probably do things in porn that i wouldn't do you know there are positions in porn that you come you do it for the sake of the camera you want it to yeah. look good right you want the whole you know, you put your back out and you make, you you want to do all these positions to make it, you you want to sell a product, that's what you're selling, you're selling a product, you want to make it look extravagant, well, not necessarily extravagant, but as you know, out there as possible, it's a bit strange sometimes, but you want to look good. Half of that thing I want to do at home, I'd be like, Jesus Christ, (laughs) my hips are going, my back's going. (laughs) you know, there are some things, you can have a little crossover, but I mean, uh, you know, so yesterday I was watching this thing. I was watching uh, that generation porn. Mm. And they were talking about um, how porn is very aggressive. And it's always like the man being the aggressor. And it's always a cum shot on the face, right?
2: Mm.
0: Very, well, not all the time, but most of it, you know, I think the, the cum shot on the face is a, a visual thing. You know, it's yeah. like a... Uh, in porn, I go, all right, fair enough. I actually think it's... A, for me personally, I do think it's a degrading thing, right? I would, I no. you know, I, 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 this guy I saw last year, he was like, "So you let people come on your face in porn, but you won't let your boyfriend?" I thought, well, "No, because to me, it's, um, it, it's a degrading act to come on your girlfriend's face.
2: Right. What is
0: it? What are you coming on your girlfriend's face for in porn?" I'm not involved, you know, I'm not mentally involved with that person. There's nothing of me that's involved with in that person. They come on, my, it's, and, and I, and I said, you know, if they come on my face. That's what we've decided. Uh, we decide beforehand where the contract's going to be, facial, whatever, whatever, right? Um, whatever looks good. That's what it's about. Yeah. You know, that's what porn's about. You know, if you're hanging from a chandelier, who hangs from a chandelier to have fucking sex? Uh, It'll pull you
2: know, guys. <laughs> you
0: know, like pile driver position. You know how hard it is, the pile driver position on your neck? It hurts your <laughs> neck. You know, when you're like upside down, and, the girl, yeah, yeah. and then it really hurts your neck. And then you're like, can I have a cushion? <laughs> uh, and after a few steps, you're like, ah, oh, it's hurting now. Let's have a little stop, and then you come back to it. So it's a, so it's a stop and starting in corner as well. You know, pile drive. Yeah. Oh, that that, that's a neck ache position, it's man.
1: Also, it's also a terrible position. It's just uh, I, I've tried it a couple of times, and it is <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> like.
0: <laughs> it's a hard position for a girl i mean you know for a, i'm not sure for, but it's a visual position you're upside down your bum's in the air your legs out and the guy's just like plunging you cocking you i mm. guess you can see going in that's the thing it's like a plunge position yeah. going in and out there i don't know who like you, you tried it <laughs>
1: it's no, no it, it is it is shit. nobody had a good time like it literally probably lasted about 35 seconds where i was just like what it's the very fuck hard doing? i
0: mean the- I mean, as a female, I mean, I don't know. I mean, to me, I'm like, I've done it so many times in porn, and halfway through, you're like, "Oh, my neck hurts." Can I have a pillow quickly? And you know, your shoulders hurt because you're literally holding yourself back on your shoulders. Yeah. Sometimes you're on the floor, so you do need a cushion.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. It's, is it other, so? Other than pile driver, what other things like do you do in in porn that you would never do in 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 like your personal life? So you have got facial. Uh, pile driver are there any like bigger things like let's say anal people so, gonna... so like, in,
0: you know honestly at all i have never ever done anal in my private life
1: ever. nice okay
0: never i did so like i don't do anal now because i just can't be arsed with it you know it's mm. too much hassle you've got to, you've got to prep you know I can't, I want to eat, right, <laughs> <It's> eat, <eight. laughs> you've got to prep the night, you know, you eat and then you've got to prep and you've got to clean and then you can't eat and it's just, nah man, okay, so I don't do, uh, I haven't really done anal for it, um, in, in porn works, I think I did one or two scenes when I was TVX, but um, when I came back, but I haven't done any, people keep going, oh you haven't done any anal, no, but you used to do so much anal and DP, I did, but I've done it all, there's lots out there, you can see it, it's all there, go watch it, Links yeah, down
1: people. in the description below. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, uh, it's all in the Google, just Google, Pornhub, whatever, it's all there. If you got to see DP stuff, it's on my site as well, some of the old stuff. You can see it and people go, oh, but you know, your, your stuff is not as hot. Look at me, look, 2004, 2020. There's like nearly 20, you know, a long time difference of even me as a person. You know, I'm a lot older, I'm a, you know, I might not want to do certain things anyway, I just can't be asked. you know. Mm. Um, like i do water sports for um in porn but right. if, if a partner said to me i want to piss on you i'd be like nah mate what are you do that for <laughs> it doesn't do anything for me
1: yeah
0: but visually for people they're like seeing it like people kept saying to me oh you haven't got any you haven't got too much water sport where you've got black guys pissing on you and i go oh no i haven't right so last month well, a month ago i shot a scene where those two guys just mm. like blowjob and I thought yeah okay I'm done but if, go, if my partner said oh I want to piss on you I'd be like oh, uh, no because he ain't doing nothing for me I thought the yeah. whole point of being in a relationship is that you do things
1: together to for fight. enjoyment
0: yeah yeah I mean and if he says I want to stick it up your ass I'd be like all right let me stick it up your ass first and let's see how it goes
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 oh the ass thing actually you know for anal I mean you'd be like well You'd have to, like, a friend, one of the girls I knew, her and her partner, they used to have to set, they used, she used to, give, she used to give it to special occasions once a month, right? Once a month. Because literally, she'd be like, oh, you've got to prep for it, and you know, you've got to do clean out and all that. I don't, you know, otherwise you might, you know, shit happens, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> shit does happen. Shit, shit does happen.
0: you got to shit, if you are going to fuck the shit, out. you've got to expect shit to happen. If it, if it hasn't. All like, I... If you've gone out on a date and you come back, and you're like, yeah, let me just fuck you up. let me just like go up her ass, and then you go, oh, shit, shit's come out well. Shake, what do you think? It's up there.
1: That's life. <laughs> you've
0: been, she's like, she's eaten all day, you've been, to, you know, now you've been to eat, and, you know, it might be on its yeah. way out, and you just fucked it out of her, literally, and it's come out on your dick, there you go. <laughs> I mean, I have done things, even though when you've cleaned out sometimes, there have been uh, accidents. I mean, most yeah. guys are fine with it. You just go wash, you clean up, you know, you start again. Some guys, like, one guy was like, oh my God, I've got shit. Shut the fuck up, man. You're shooting porn, right? Would you? <laughs> You've got a little bit of poo in the end of your dick, right? Go wash it off and start again. Let's go.
1: <laughs> Talking to you, so we were, we were just speaking about um, that Channel 4 show, Generation Porn or whatever. Speaking yeah. to you, having this conversation is so obvious the differences between, like, it, even in your mind, so you've got your like your porn life, you got your personal yes. life, and like obviously that shows all based around the effect porns having on us. What effect do you think porns had on people's sex life?
0: On sex, right like, what well, I think, right? So people might not agree with this, but for my, I think like porn. I know some people say porn needs to be a bit more educational, right? Yeah, okay. You can have some porn outlets educational, right? Okay. I don't know who's going to watch educational before. <laughs> it doesn't really matter, right? I think, first of all, I think uh, parents, I mean, you know yourself, Asian parents don't even talk to their kids about sex, right? they don't talk, you don't talk to your girl about periods, it's like, you know, think that you know everything, right, but you don't. Mm. Um, education, and I think it starts at home, and I think parents have got to open up with their kids a lot more, uh, and discuss these things, and explain to them, like, okay, I understand, like, kids, come across porn on their phones and stuff these days at a, y- a lot younger age. But like it's not the same as back in the day, not like you, my day, people <laughs> older than me, um, where they had to go to a, a sex shop to get a VHS tape and, you know, underneath the table sort of things. Or you borrowed your friend, you know, your friend gave you a record. Like these days, it's all out there. You didn't have the, you know, you didn't have the internet back in the day, so you had to go to a shop and buy it. It was a lot harder mm. to access, I think. But the easier access, I think there needs to be a lot more education around it, but like some people think, and I've heard it from kids, like friends' kids and other people, uh, nef, uh, not nef, some of my cousins' kids, um, that they think, that, like a lot of guys think, that what the young guys think, that what they see in porn is like real sex, yeah. and what, what, what people, like, what girl, that what girls, uh, or that's how they should be having sex. And then there's, uh, and for the females, like the younger girls, they feel like there's a pressure on them to behave in a certain manner. So the the guy's are like, oh, well, I saw this and I saw that. And then the girls think they have to do it because the guys think that that's what sex is meant to be like. Mm. All that deep-throating and gagging on cock and, I don't know, slacking. (laughs) I'm not going to... I've done porn. I shoot porn like that. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I shoot porn. It's it's quite rough. But I, I wouldn't want that in my personal life, you know, I wouldn't watch some guy sucking me around the face in my personal life while we were having sex. It doesn't do nothing, but being, as you call it, a performer, you can see certain things. You know, as an artist, or performer, you can see how it looks. It gives a bit of a bit to it, right? It's like um, I shot a scene where uh, uh, it was a, a hijabi scene, but it was like, a, a rob- like it was a, I was in a kitchen doing the stuff, right? And the guy, co- the robber comes in. It was, a, it was a hard scene, right, but it was like right. a proper, it, yeah. we, co- we couldn't, we had to call it, we couldn't put the word rape in it there, we just mm. couldn't do it. Um, but it was all consensual, and I think people, these were, you know, it was all consensual, but even the performer I was doing it with, it was a content thing right? and I paid him for it, and I, that's how I wanted it, I wanted a shoot that was a bit dark and a bit,
2: yeah.
0: I, that the guy was controlling it all. Cause like some of these porn scenes like it's like oh you've got a robber and then the girl's really enjoying it and i'm like that even funny <laughs> you know is that more real <laughs> i don't know um and he kept stopping all oh, he was stopping he stopped the scene more than i did just to make sure i was all right because he was like you look like you're no it's carry on right because there's the scene i'm not meant to look happy he's meant to be like i'm meant to look scared because a... I said, carry on carry on carry on yeah and people said oh you know because he had a knife and everything right <laughs> and that's mm. how I, that see. but that's the scenario, that's the setup, and I think, you know, I had to put, I had to put before that, when I put it up, that, that it was all, all consensual, that
2: mm. it's
0: not all played out at home, unless, you know, <laughs> so I think, I don't think people have got to realise that porn is, it's a, a fantasy, it's an adult fantasy, you know, yeah. it's not real. You, you have got companies out there who are shooting a bit more uh, couple porn, real porn, and there's a market for that as well. I think there's a market for everything, because some people want to see that whole out-there fantasy porn. You know, yeah. you know, whatever fantasy you've got, right, it's like being played out on a, a porn screen somewhere for you. They might not want to see uh, soft, sexual, uh, sexy porn, but they can have that at home with their partner.
1: Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that, because I, th- I. I think... Where my views, I, I think our views are quite similar on this. I, I agree with you that I think the problem is the consumption at an early age. I think when your when your brain is not fully developed, then like when you're so impressionable, yeah. I think that's that's where the issue lies. Whereas if you get into stuff when you're older, you understand more. It's kind of like I always picture, I always picture that the porn that you watch is like a sort of reflection. What you is that
0: an call? extension of you,
1: yeah, 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 it <laughs>
0: is extension of you. I mean, they say, um, I mean, so talking about like your brain developing and stuff, I mean, they sort of say your your front it doesn't actually fully develop till you're 25. That's why mm-hmm. anything under 20, you're just you know, after 25, that's when you know, responsibility, you know, you can accept more what you're, you know before that like, you, you're not sort of your brain's not fully developed. But I can say, I can see what people say that porn isn't showing the reality to people but I said it's not there for too sure the reality the whole point of relationships love and sex and XYZ it shouldn't be up to poor it shouldn't be down to porn film to teach you that it should be down to your parents I mean take films for instance right if you see a really horrible horror film I don't like horror films but if you saw and you, you see mm-hmm. violence in these films you know it's so much violence you know it's st- are you going to go out and do? do you think that's what life is?
1: Um, I agree.
0: Think, do you know, do you think? Oh, so in a film, you see, uh, you know, it's a film. A woman's getting raped by a guy. Do you think? Oh, that's real life. I can go out and do that. You know. Mm. So if you don't, you know, if you don't attach that to a mainstream film, and some of that's more violent in a mainstream film, etc. You know, even sexually. Okay, you can't see anything, right? And it's, it's all simulated, but some of them films even are more uh, violent, sexually and graphically yeah. than porn. Porn is just there, you know. Porn is just in your face. You know, the girls getting slapped, she's getting pissed on. You know, I mean, there are some scenes out there. I think it's too much, even for me. And I don't, I haven't done it. Like legal porno, that all this double anal business. Yeah. It's not, it's not for me. I don't do it. I don't like how they treat the women on there, so I wouldn't do it. If people go, it, oh, you haven't? No, it's not for me. But there are some people who are very happy doing it.
2: Mm.
0: You know, they enjoy it. So is it wrong that they enjoy that, and they want to go and do it? As, you're, as a grown-up, right, as an adult, if you enjoy certain aspects of sex, right, whether it be violence, you know, whether you like to be strangled, due, you know, not to the point of dying, but, you <laughs> know, whether you, you like to have a bit of strangulation during sex, whether you like, you know, a bit of slapping about during sex, you know it's like saying i take the fetish guys right some of them guys like the, the the shit kicked out of them right they like the balls being like kicked bad you know really hard and they like mm. their dick being sat hard now mm. if that you know if a girl started doing that to you in real life slap slap slap
2: slap yeah. and
0: they go oh, but i saw that in four, i saw that in some fetish films that i saw right they were they were slapping the the shit out of the guy's cock. So I thought that's what all guys like, yeah.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, I I do agree with you. I think I think there's a responsibility not on not on the actual productions because, like you said, like nobody would, would go I mean, watch, a Hollywood, uh, I mean, would go watch a Hollywood blockbuster. Nobody would go to Hollywood. Mainstream
0: sorry. films have warnings, don't they? They have like a a, a thing at the front, a disclaimer.
1: Mm.
0: You know, and I think some porn films have that as well. They have disclaimers now at the front and end everything is so consensual and you know it's all fantasy blah blah blah
2: yeah.
0: but you know who, who whoever sees that front and end bit if, you, if you're a person if you're someone somebody's been passing around this clip and it's been stolen off you as it always does that ends up on these tube side the front bit and end bit isn't in there you just got yeah. the little whatever part they're watching and they might just see is that like people you know i mean i've done some people go oh i mean i've had people say to me but I can't watch that scene of yours, like some the American scenes I did. They got, it, 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 I didn't I did like how the guys treated you. You know mm. how they threw you on the sofa and then like stuffed the cocks down your mouth and really, literally, orally ripped your mouth and held your nose mm. and everything. Like, it was too much. And I was like, well, I was fine with it. I yeah. got paid, I
2: went
0: home. I got paid. You know, I mean, for me, I think um, like if if there's anything that's ever been too hard, I've always stopped and said, look, oh, it's too much. if you slap me too hard, I will stop you and say, don't don't fucking slap me too hard, right, because if you do that, there was a guy in America, he, um, there was a two girl and here, me and this other girl and him, and he slapped me really hard, right, and I thought, Mm. okay, I slapped him back, and then he just looked at me, I thought, this is what happened, like, don't slap me that, I thought, you know, and he he got really annoyed, right, and I thought, well, you thought you could slap me?
2: Yeah. In
0: a scene, right, that hasn't been pre-agreed to, but, you know, Mm. this is before, like, um, these days, there's a lot of, uh, there's a bit more, what's say ethics around porn, you know, people, you know, everything's like, you know, what you're happy with, what you're not happy with, making sure that no boundaries are pushed. You know, when I first mm. started, we didn't have all that. But when I first, when I did Game of Thrones, um, by now they've got intimacy coordinators on mainstream sets. Like, yeah. when I did that, they didn't have it. You know, after all this Epstein thing and all that right. stuff came out, and uh, so now they have, like, intimacy coordinators who are there to help me navigate the scene, not that <laughs> much to navigate in a, a, a mainstream uh, adult scene. But um, in, in Game of Thrones, it, I think somebody asked me and I was like, no, we didn't have a, in so 2011 there was no nothing like intimacy mm. coordinators, and now they have. They're there to make sure you're all comfortable. Nothing's happening <laughs> that you don't want to happen.
2: You're all
1: good.
2: I, <laughs> yeah.
0: I like, I I like, like them I, like. I think they're really good. I think I they're
1: I was just about to say, I like how they thought that you would need the intimacy coordinator. You're like, no, no, I've got this. (laughs) This is my domain. Yeah, they do, but
0: they, you know, they'll, they go through positions with you. because obviously everything's got to be covered in them as well. You know, like, it's all simulated, so you can't really show too much. But, um, even with the positions, they're always like, are you okay? Are you not okay? Do you Mm. need like a little cushion? Like, so he, you know, it doesn't touch or whatever, is it? (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's good. No, 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 it no, is
0: interesting. It's um yeah. I did one uh, last year, I did was it last year? Yeah, last year. Um for a mainstream company and while we were doing the scene, the main the, the main ma- the mainstream male performer the, um, he asked for a little cushion. And the, <laughs> the the intimacy cord. So I I had a C string on because I wanted to, yeah, yeah, and um and said, they were like, Do you want nipple covers? I was like, nice, all right. And um, and she said to me, Do you mind if he has this cushion? And I was like I looked at her and I said what's it for <laughs> and it was like a, a spoon position so she said oh just hold it behind you and when he turns like, so, that's he was with this other girl and they he's meant to roll over but so when he rolls over he'll just put it in place I think you obviously didn't want to like bang Touched, against the bum yeah. right I don't know <laughs> and I was like fine it's all,
2: good.
0: <laughs> it's all good you know what I mean it's like
2: yeah.
0: they're there for every to make sure everybody's happy nothing you know everything yeah. including camera
1: people and you know, yeah. You, um, you mentioned Epstein there. Um, obviously there's like been a few cases and I, I do have to say like when I was looking up, when I was looking up about it, exploitation, like, does that still persist? Like exploitation in porn? Or are there measures in place that like, effectively stop it? Right,
0: I, I don't, <laughs> I, I have heard of, you know, I um, I think there's a, there's a court case in America going through at the moment for girls do porn, where the girls, where I think they exploited the girls and stuff.
2: Yeah. I
0: mean, for my time in the industry, I I haven't seen that. And I've been in it for a while. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Mm. Uh, I'm sure there is. Um, I'm not really sure what, I mean, a lot of companies now are putting guidelines in to stop things happening. But exploitation. It, I guess it depends in what in what sort of context you talk about exploitation. Whether whether it's in what way, pay or how generally being exploited for what.
1: So a few of the stuff that I I read about. So the girls do porn thing was was a big case. Yeah, I think I they mean, actually before,
0: I read it the other day. That, um, there's more girls coming forward, and when these girls were. When they approached these girls, I think they weren't told exactly where it was going to be, where it was going to end up, or the releases. And again, um, so here's the thing: like, so they were approaching brand new girls. It's it's, it's such a difficult mm. industry. Uh, not it's not a difficult industry. It's um it's it's education and finding the right information. Is like new people coming into the industry need to know uh, certain things, like. X, Y, and Z, you know, what to expect, what not to expect. You know, not to feel like you're being pushed to do certain things, not to, you know, to to state your boundaries, you know, because there's always going to be, you know, in any business, you always got boundary pushers who try and push you past your certain things. And that's wrong. Mm. And I think what it needs is also performers to speak up. if something goes wrong, and if you're not comfortable doing something, speak up. Don't feel scared. I mean, that's the other thing. A lot of what what was happening was a lot of performers, male or female, were on set, and they might feel like, "Oh shit, we started a scene, and it, it's not how I want it to go. It's a bit too hard. It's a bit too rough." But shit, you know, I, I've got to carry on, right? Because I won't get paid,
2: mm.
0: or you know, they'll get annoyed if I stop it. If I keep stopping it, yeah, I stop sometimes, many times, just for a break. If I got too tired, they'd be like, "Oh." Drink water now, <laughs> uh, or you
2: know,
0: and sometimes the guys are, um, are happy with you doing that, right? You know, sometimes mm. they want to shoot, run through it constantly. You know, you've got lights on you, and it's like a, a hot, it's a ha- hard, fast paced scene, it takes it out. Of you you know, it's tiring, yeah. You know, and the lights sometimes get you so hot, mm. take a break, like have some water, you know, have some air, have a cup of tea, <laughs> have a cup yeah. of tea, come back. <laughs>
1: Do you, do you think you things are... Only... <laughs> yeah, <it> was... <laughs> that, that was one of the questions. I posted something on uh, Instagram to be like, ask a question to Sarah. That was one of the questions. What do you... Yeah, so, do you... You know, you're
0: fucking, fucking, and you're like, fuck, I need a piss man. Oh, ah, I've gotta go for a piss now. <laughs> you gotta
1: stop. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, ha- are, are things improving in the porn world for performers? I
0: think, in, in what way? I mean, I think what's happened now, I mean, things are improving. And I think what's also what's what's good now is a lot of performers now actually taking not taking responsibility are their own their creators, so they're taking uh, control of their own product. Be like in the, you know, with, like you know, unfortunately, like in porn, there's no such thing as royalties. You know, there's not even a, there's not even a buyout thing. Like in, in a, on mainstream, like uh, the shoot I did last. Like two weeks ago, you know, they give you a rate, right? So they had a rate and then they've got a buyout rate and then they've got like a holiday pay rate. Uh, and then they've got like, uh, some other little rates, right? And they mm. add it all together. And then you get your final rate. Uh, mm. I mean, that's for featured extra, uh, featured extras or cast members. I mean, for general extras, I'm not really sure. Um, in porn, you just get, you go onto a shoot, you get a set rate. Mm. That's it. You know whether that's whether that sells a lot for the company whether that makes lots of money or doesn't make. You just got a set rate. You don't get anything from it after that. Whereas with your own content now, you're in control of it. It might not make you money straight away, but over time, it's going to bring you residual income. You know, after you've made your money back on it, it's going to carry on generating income for the next however long it's out there, because you always um, new people are always going to find you. Like for me, I've got fans who from when I started and they stayed and then I stopped and they were still there sort of somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then I came back and they were like, oh, you've come back. I mean, you're fan. And then I had, then, I had um, then you get new fans. So after I took the break and I did Game of Thrones then I built up fans from that. And then uh, in 2015, I did one or two shoots and then I just didn't bother. And then when I came back, so over the like, span of time, your fan base, you know, you've got the existing fans from back in the day, and then you're always building on them, new fans. Mm. Somebody, you know, your content five years, ten years down the line, you know, younger generation, other young generations will see it, and they'll be like, because to them, okay, you might, I might be old by then, but I'll still be young, I'll still look young either, you know what I mean? I mean, they're eight, you know, and to yeah. them, they'll be like, oh, it's new. Uh, not new, but they've just come across it. So you're mm. always going to make something somewhere, residual income off your own content, and that's the way the mar- the industry and the market is going now. A lot more, you know, there's a lot more content creators, but with that also comes his own issues, like you know, a lot of content creators, you know, with the pandemic and stuff, a lot of males and females all jumped on the OnlyFans bandwagon
2: mm.
0: without understanding, you know, some of them have got jobs and stuff, um, and you know, you know only fans don't and i would say to people don't think it's behind a paywall that people can't find you you know start yeah. content gets stolen all the time and it's out there you know that's one thing about the unfortunate about the social media's life and internet is you can't hide nothing anymore you know people will find you find yeah. you they will literally they will find your content wherever in the little dark corners of where they'll find it and they'll put <laughs> it out there um, and again i think some people think because they work they've got a full-time job and they do OnlyFans, you know, all that tax business um, and what else? And other things like releases, you know, you can't shoot content with somebody and not have all the adequate release paperwork for it. And health testing. You know, I hear so much at the moment uh, through various other little things. Like, oh, you know, that person didn't have a health test. That person didn't have a health test. You know, in the industry, you've got to have health certification to work. Mm. And I think with the, uh, platform creators who came who've come about I don't know you know some of them aren't working with tests and you, you think come on now you know it's, it's because they don't know and yeah. they don't, They just you know they might call them some of them call themselves porn stars but as somebody said to me so <laughs> a producer said to me how could they call themselves porn stars I said you know what I I people could call themselves what they want right it makes no difference to me but um, to a lot of people, a porn, uh, you know—call yourself a porn star. You've got to have worked on, you know, established companies, large established companies. Got and worked on set, not you know, hmm. not just on your own own stuff on um, OnlyFans or you know your own stuff, basically. Yeah. Like, you haven't worked. For, how can you call call yourself a porn star if you haven't really worked? And some people have other ideas of porn stars, like another person I know said, you can't, you can't call yourself a porn star unless you've been endorsed by ceremony and got an award. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I <laughs> don't say even call me, people call you a porn star, I don't even call myself that, I just got, I'm a performer at the end of the day, that's all I am. Mm. I'm an adult industry performer, whether you want to call me a star, or no, I don't see myself as that, I'm just, you know.
1: Yeah. That's interesting. Um, circling back, so, so you mentioned employers and stuff there. So just circling back to where we started with this conversation. How do people treat you? So obviously you're like, well, I'm. You're not going to say it, but I'm going to say it. So you're an actual like bonafide porn star. Like, you're. Yeah, I know. I've disregarded <laughs> everything you've just said. <laughs> Call me a fool. No, but it's like you're like it. People recognise you. So when I first like announce that oh we're
0: gonna have you on oh and, people don't recognize me i really do oh, honestly God, right
1: no. yeah no, go
0: people recognize a name right people recognize a name like if i'm when i'm out and about right I, I dress. i don't you know i guess because i don't look like you're the typical porn star i'm not blonde i'm not big boob. i haven't mm. got yeah you know, I, I haven't got anything done so i haven't really got the the whole porn star look so i can when i'm out and about right unless somebody really like Magnify looks at you um, I sort of blend blending you know I'm good with that I'm blending right. right yeah I don't, really, I don't stand out a mile like oh my god look that's a porch now like no, <laughs> no, um, no I've, I've no. only ever had it a few times where I've been like on, on the underground and somebody comes up to you going oh you're Sahara and I go oh no I just carry on walking um, <laughs> so it's always a bit it's always a little bit strange but um yeah I don't get recognized but people know what I do I don't lie mm. about it uh, where I go to the gym, people know, my personal trainers know, and they're all fine. They're all, oh. Everybody I know is fine with it. They've always said, Oh, it's just a job, you know what I mean? I think, yeah. Yeah. They always just see it as a job and they know and they, you know, they know me as me, like people in my personal life know me as me. And they and they don't really know me as the work person. Mm. People in my work person know me as my work person, and some of them might know me on a personal basis, but there's a difference you know
2: mm. um yeah okay I, really Look.
0: I recognize and uh, i think most people are fine with it they um you know some of them are genuinely interested mm. um you know when when my personal trainer when i moved to the one i've got now about, i believe it was two or three years when i first started training with him i knew him from the other gym and i mean you have to talk about it. you don't have to talk about your work but when you know when you're training with a trainer four times a week and he and he you know you're chatting and you're what's your day been like what are you doing today you just get to talk about it. So mm. we, we had lots we have lots of conversations now, you know. I was saying to him, um he's just he's interested. He's always a. Uh, um and I was talking about um a trans performer that I knew was having the uh, genital reassignment surgery. Mm. And I said, Oh, um and he was like, Oh he said, I thought they just literally chopped it off <laughs> he said. He oh. said, He said, Oh, he said, I thought they literally just chopped it off and left the hole. I was like no i said they have to like i said i told him i said google it and he said and i said no they've got to like they, they literally cut it and, and they like invert it in and they make it into a, a vagina and then they've got to use dilators on it and like to keep to keep it dilated and stuff and he was like oh <laughs> he was like i literally thought he said, i thought he said they just had it chopped up and left a the hole there and i was like no <laughs> <laughs>
1: was chopped i so, left a
0: yeah. hole, hole so you could pee from
1: <laughs> that's, that's, that's
0: so funny. Funny. but yeah he um, always um he'll always say to me so what are you doing and I go I'm going to Milton Keynes today uh or, on a weekend to work at base station and he'll go oh okay so he knows yeah and, he, and he'll say what, yeah. are and he'll, what are you doing tomorrow uh, you know sometimes and I go I'm shooting content tomorrow and that's it we just leave it at that it doesn't mm-hmm. really ask me it doesn't say oh go in depth about it and my other yeah. person trained various conversations about various things as well and including work and stuff and, they're all they both your age, see. <laughs> they're, they're both your, I mean, they both I they both turned twenty eight actually. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: I've known them since I was like twenty three. They were hmm. twenty three, not I was. They were twenty three, uh, so yeah. Uh, and other, my other friend, they all know. and I think they're just like it's just part. It's just part of who I am, really. I do
1: think I, I I do think in in like sort of my generation, if if, if we call it that, I think um, it is more normalised. So, like, when I'm like, so I'm on like every single dating app going, it's like when you scroll oh, yeah. through. Lord.
0: Uh, I'm not oh, on any dating apps. dating apps are a fucking are awful.
1: Sahara, Sahara, I can't go to a shoe to get pussy. I need to go onto the dating apps to get some pussy, okay? <laughs> like, I'm in the 21st century. Why can't you,
0: you, like, um... Look at me, I'm sounding old now. I'm like, your mom. Why can't you meet people in the right way? You know, make let your friend introduce you, or you know, have your mum introduce you. Do you know, right? I mean, oh, I mean man. the last it's, guy, yeah, um, no, I mean, I came off all uh, after I saw uh, I, I met the last guy I went out with for a while. I met him on Facebook
2: uh,
0: through like friends, and and I, and I was on some dating sites, but I found the dating site such a ball. Like, I came off, yeah. it, I, I, just, I just, and then I, start, so I, then, I started using, then I started using them as a, a work tool.
2: <laughs> I was using them as
0: a work tool for a while, right? So I'd like um, write a little bio, nothing much, because they, you can't have things like that because they close mm-hmm. you down, right? Then you just like uh, basically attach it to your Instagram, uh, put your Twitter on it, right? And then yeah. people go, oh, and people report it for being fake, right? And it's like, they go, but you're Sahara, how can you be on a dating site? And I'm like, I'm just a person. I could be on a date night, like, with you You could have anybody, but like, maybe I don't want anybody. <laughs>
1: that's, that's funny. I couldn't technically,
0: I, I couldn't have technically. I think they think you could have anybody, right, because uh, they go, oh, but every guy wants to fuck you. I said, well, that's the thing, isn't it? Just fuck. Mm. Yeah, that's all they want to do, like, they don't want you. And then these guys go, but I want to marry you. What What do you want to marry me for? I'm a complete asshole, man. <laughs> I, that, I don't know what they, because I think, like, the people who say they want to marry you and they go, go out with you, they want to do that based on what they've seen of you. They've got yeah. a, an image of you like a Sahara. Mm. That's what they see. And and I and I so I said to her, I thought, do you know what, if they if they think they're gonna want to get married to me based on that, they could be very disappointed. A very disappointed <laughs> to me, right? What are you doing? I'm sitting at home. Well what do you doing? what? I don't know. I'm gonna learn to knit or something. I'm watching some TV <laughs> or I'm just like chilling having my chai. <laughs> yeah.
2: like,
0: literally, uh, literally, you know, leading just a, a normal life, mm. you know. Some of these people think you're you're sat at home 24-7 in your underwear, just wanking constantly, <laughs> and I'm like, no.
1: That's painful. <laughs>
0: in, your, 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 your bits would fall off.
2: <laughs> it's like when
0: you, like, I log on to phone chat, right? I log on to phone chat on a weekend or when I'm not, when I'm not, like, at the gym or something, so I get up and I go, oh, i wow. just log on to phone chat, right? I said, and then they'll go, and I'm in pajamas at this point. I'm not dressed or anything. And they'll go, "What are you wearing?" And I go, "Oh, I've just come out of the shower." And I'm sat there going, "I've got my pajamas on." <laughs> 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 yeah. and they go, "What are you doing?" I go, "Oh, I've I've been wanking all day."
1: Um, <laughs> just thinking about you, just going for yeah. it. No, they think
0: like, like just from chatting to you, they go, "Oh, are you wet?" And I go, "Yeah, so wet, you know." <laughs> Just talking to you has made my pity run
1: <laughs> wet, <Not. laughs> That was funny.
0: How,
1: so funny. Um, how, did, how, did your, how did your family react? Or how did they, how did they first find out? How did they f- first have find out? I had this
0: conversation with everybody. You should know this conversation by now. Um, so my uh, cousin, my mom's nephew, let's put it that way. My mom's nephew is older than me. He saw me on babe station. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and i think to
0: myself this was like 2004 time 2004 yeah and i thought you didn't see me on base station mate because you had to like scroll up to the 900 channels you had to literally like on sky you didn't just like come across it you had to like scroll to the 900 channels and you have a big screen a little screen so you have to go oh my god i think that's <laughs> yeah something like that right yeah. and then he told his wife <laughs> this is how it goes, right? It goes in a little circle. He told his wife. His wife rang, I was working full-time at the time in a job, uh, so she rang me and she said, oh, you've got to call me. And I was like, you know, in your head you go, oh, something's not quite right. Yeah. But I rang her and she's like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And then my brother, so me and then my brother rang me a few times and it left, um, my assistant was leaving me messages saying, oh, your brother's phone, can you call him back? And I was like, not really. Mm-hmm. I did that. he finally got a hold of me. We played phone tag for ages, like a week, I think, because I was just like, you know, I didn't want to deal with it. Not mm-hmm. that I was—I just didn't want to deal with. I knew what the outcome was. I—I I didn't want to deal with it. That was the the bottom line. And so when he finally got a hold of me, he was like, "Excellent, blah 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 blah. If you don't tell the parents, I will, because they need to find out, right? Because he—he he was right, right? They've got to find out from somebody. Like they've got they have got to know from you or from me." rather than a third party you know like mm. some auntie comes to your mum going i saw your bloody daughter on telly and then your mom been like "But this so mm-hmm. your mum knows right yeah,
1: yeah
0: so rather your parents know than find her you know for an auntie g or somebody somebody nosy you can mm. right and i was like yeah whatever right i did i literally it was so he told my parents he, he told my parents and that yeah that fallout was drastic because then my then i had my dad ringing me up going what is this shit?" What is all this dirty, dirty thing you are doing? <laughs> yeah. not, not making fun of you, dad. Not making fun of you. I uh, literally said, what is this dirty thing you are? Oh, you know, it, it goes against everything we believe in. You know, you shouldn't be doing this. And I was, uh, we stopped, yeah. And then I was on, and I was on one of the channels once, and my mom, and I think my mom didn't believe it. Right? So she rang in. I was like, what the, f-? I didn't, I was like, please cut it off. I was like, my mum's on the phone. I'm like, I was like, what? Cut it off, cut it off. She rang me up. I think she wanted to make sure that it was me, right, it wasn't, I don't know, somebody who looked like me.
1: I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm said, sorry. the another I'm man on
0: English is really good, right, she said, what the, what is this, she actually, did, I keep putting an accent on for no reason, right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like talking in the accent. She, she did, she's like, what the fuck are you, doing? she didn't swear at me, she said, "Ben John, how can they swear at you, know, John, <laughs> what, you <laughs> know my dad, John, what is this, what is this crap that you're doing? What are you doing? <laughs> so that's what she said. What? Um, and oh, yeah. My and yeah, your
1: mom rang you on babe station.
0: Yeah. I think she she needed to make sure that it was me, that it wasn't some like wow. lookalike that's, person.
1: That's and that was that. That's incredible. What was the fallout uh, like? Uh,
0: that that was the fallout. That was that was the the, the fallout completely. No talking. They, oh, they cut me off. Right. Oh, shit. Two, they, they be, cut me I,
1: off
0: completely, completely, they completely long? cut me off. I knew, like, so I know what my parents are like, and I say this because my parents cut me off when I was at uni for four years. Mm. So when I was at uni, I, I was going out with a, a Sikh guy and his mum didn't like me because I was Muslim.
1: Yeah, standard. <laughs> it's,
0: a, it's a debacle of a, a life <laughs> story I have like <laughs>
2: um,
0: so, it, so I met him when I was in the first year of uni and he was in his last year of uni. Uh, so um, his mum, when, so when I was leaving uni in the third year when I was, we were moving in together, she rang my mum basically. No, no, before that. So when he left uni, she rang my mum and said, do you know what your daughter's doing? My mum didn't fucking know. My mum thought that well, like, uni was being a good girl, right? Just going to study and... <laughs> so I, picked, I picked a uni that was, like, furthest away from home. Yeah. Because I knew, otherwise they want me be home all the time. So I picked something that was, like, five hours drive, so I couldn't go home, and they couldn't come and see me all the time. And they found... So they found that, that out. So they stopped talking to me for four years at that point. So they found out I was seeing a guy... Because his mum told him and then they stopped talking to me. So I left uni, I moved with him, and they still didn't talk to me. And it's only after I split up with him that they started talking to me. Right. And then I went and then I went through a little bit of a um so that was a, and then after that, a couple of years later, I went through a bit of a religious phase and they were happy. They're like, oh yes, daughter. Hijabi da, hijabi, praying, hijabi, oh yes, our daughter's very good now. <laughs> yeah, more or less. And then I, I got out of that phase i thought i was just a load of rubbish as well right mm. I, I, I went through that phase because i was living in north london and i wanted to meet more muslim friends i needed to make not i didn't need to i thought oh i need to make i should make more muslim friends i didn't i didn't know i didn't know any i didn't have any mm. um and i was in town one day and i was going past you know they have them tables outside uh, yeah the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, i had a t-shirt on a pair of jeans then. So i asked this guy the guy there where do i meet some girls right asian muslim girls and then he just looked at me and he went, Ah, you need to change your clothes first. I was like, Oh, my God. He said, You need to wear long sleeves, like, cover yourself. I was like, I am covered. I've just got a short sleeve t shirt on. Anyway, so then I went to, there was the Finsbury, Finsbury. Was it Finsbury? No, it wasn't Finsbury. It was, maybe it might have been. I'm not sure. Forgotten now. It's like long ago. <laughs> that's the, that's um, the one
1: with Abu Hamza with the hook and everything. Yeah, but I don't think
0: it was that one. It was something called ISB Sisters. Anyway, I went there. I met these girls. The girls are really nice. But the first mm. thing they said to me was, oh, you don't, wear a, you don't wear a scarf? I go, oh, I don't wear a mm. scarf. I thought, no, I grew up having to wear a scarf. And my pe- mum my wouldn't let me out of the house without wearing a scarf. And we argued over it so much that it caused issues. My mum thought I was mm. a hard child, right? Because I wouldn't wear a scarf. I'd leave the house and she could put the scarf on. I go, no, put the scarf on, you are not going out. So you put it on, you go around the corner, up the street, take it off. But yeah. I've caught me a few times in town. And you go, you didn't have a scarf on. I go, oh, no, I did. And my mum went, oh, maybe you saw somebody else. <laughs> and I saw you I took it off and it was a bit like, but I saw you and I go, ah, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the
0: scarf, contention of all, a lot of pro- caused a lot of problems in our So wearing that scarf and your hair and making, you know, and mm. everything was covered. You couldn't wear jeans. My parents didn't like wearing jeans. No jeans in the house. No short tops. And if you bend over, you can see your body. No.
2: everything yeah. like that.
0: No. So yeah, this, so and then um, I met these eight Muslim girls. We started hanging out and everything. And I, I did, I started wearing the scarf. I remember my mum and I, you know, i, I became very religious for about two years. Mm. Two years, <laughs> two years of my life. It was all right, you know, but and I, was, I was going home and my parents were like, oh my God, yes, very good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Honestly>.
0: <laughs> I found it, do you know what, right? I found it all very hypocritical. There right. was a lot of stuff I didn't really, like, right. so the girl, the, the, the girls were wearing a scarf, and they were wearing the, the whole shebang, and they were, uh, you know, underneath the guise of it, right, they were smoking, and, you know, they, were, they had boyfriends, and I'm just like, I don't smoke, I don't have a boyfriend, and you're all wearing, you know, what is it?
2: Mm.
0: It's like, an, you know, a lot of people wear this, I think. And also, I mean, you know, hijab, you know, I, you know, religiously, if you're being really sick religiously, the whole point of the hijab is modesty. You know, you meant to be, you know, you meant, a uh, hijab is just you covering your body. It's not even you covering, wearing a scarf on your head. You're covering your body, making sure none of your attributes are on show. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm not, you know, I'm not having a go at anyone. It's not, it's not my place to do. But if you're then wearing a really tight pair of jeans where your ass is sticking out and you're wearing a really tight top and your boobs are sticking out and then you've got a scarf on, you're not, you're still drawing. Attention to your attributes, right? Gotcha. That's what I, you know, so, and that's what some, and I thought to myself, the whole hijab thing, especially the scarf wearing thing, it's like a very outward view and out, it's, it's to show people really that you're Muslim. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Because do you have to show people that you're Muslim? Do you have to show, I mean, I know it's a sign of, it's not a sign of your religion, you know, in Sikh. Um, yeah. Uh, in cities, the guys have to wear. They don't have to wear, but the the yeah, yeah, turban, yeah. the ghara, yeah. and the, all that. I've got a friend. He used to wear the. He, does he still wear it? no. He used to wear the turban, but he mm-hmm. wears it on and off, right? So um. I think the whole hijab thing is like like a to, an outward thing to show. Oh, I'm Muslim. I'm Muslim. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. I think to
0: myself like all any religion or religion any religion. It's between you. And God,
2: right. it's an
0: internal thing. It shouldn't be mm. an outward thing of how you know. That's that's my belief, right? Um, so I stopped so wearing why... it, and then I went to see them, and then when I took the scarf off, and I go, yeah, I, I don't see the point of wearing it. Uh, I'm not a very religious. I'm not a very no. Do you know? What? I'm not a very religious person. So you know, I I took. I got rid of it, and I, I stopped wearing it because I just to myself. I, I mean, I wasn't doing anything, and I just thought it—it it, it means nothing to me wearing a scarf. Doesn't mean I, doesn't make me any more religious. Doesn't make me any less religious. You know, I could still pray namaz. I can still pray, and I, without it's such an outwardly show of religion. Anyway, so that's my. If I, like,
1: if I was to ask, the a cultural you,
0: thing as well. Like my mom never goes out, right? Ever since my mom never ever goes out of the house without a scarf on. Always. And, I, and even like at home, like when um, somebody came over, a different, a, a different man, <laughs> but you know, your uncle or, you know, yeah. it's somebody who's not part of your family, right, oh, she goes, go put scarf on. <laughs> I don't understand. She put her own scarf on and go, go, go put, go put scarf on. And I think, Do you know what? Fuck it, yeah, I just got upstairs, right? I ain't coming down. I'll, go, I'll come down where they've gone, right? Because they point of the scarf on. It costs so much palaver in our house. We had arguments. Me and my mum used to argue. Over a scarf, even just how you used to dress. You know right. My uncle, my mum's brother. I think about twelve. I didn't learn to swim very well. Um, when I was at like 12, 13, uh, even I didn't learn to ride a bike very well either. <laughs> <laughs> he said to my mum, "Ah, oh, she's too old now to be out on a bike." So okay, the bike went. And then he was like, "Ah, oh, you should be sending us. You should be sending her swimming now because you know there are boys there." So the swimming went as well. I didn't. I, I learned. I, I sort of went back to swimming lessons as, as, as a, as a an adult. But then I was too scared of deep water by that point. So I won't go in a pool. I won't go in the water as long as I've got armbands and a float and everything. <laughs> I can put my feet on the floor. I'm all right. If I can't, I went snorkelling um, when I was on holiday with my friend. And I said to the guy, I said, I want two life jackets. And he said, what are two life jackets? Because they're going to give me more buoyancy, yeah. aren't they? said, no, one will do. <laughs> I was like, I want two life jackets. And he said, you get flippers as well. I was like, and I went to soon. I was like, great, just give me two. He said, he won't, help, he won't stop me from drowning. I was like, two wheels, keep me up a bit more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and there,
0: I was like, I can't, my feet won't go on the floor. But yeah, so my mum always wears a scarf, ever. Even when we used to go out, like, you know, weddings, Everything's like to a wedding. A mm. scarf goes on. It was never off a bloody head, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if, I was to, if I was to ask you, are you still Muslim? Do you class yourself as Muslim? Oh God, it's
0: such a...
1: I trust myself question.
0: as a, it's a very difficult question, right, because people don't like my answer to this, right, because I say I'm a non-practicing Muslim, right, I don't say, I'm not fully non-practicing, I take that back, right, because if I decide I want to pray, I do all that, right, it might mm-hmm. go against what people believe in, but um, I think that if I do my wuzu and I pray, in that moment, whatever I do is between me and God. You know, at that moment, like I'm, you know, if you meditate, it's you and like if, if you're praying, like, you see mm. Hindus, you know, you have a puja thing in the corner. At that time, mm. that's your time between you and God. You're praying, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Outside of it, it's just whatever, right? I'm not saying whatever, mm-hmm. but what you do outside. I get you. You know what I'm saying? So at that time, that is you. It's just you and God. Whatever you, you know, you could speak to him. You could ask him. You know, you don't have to pray in Arabic to God. You know, God's just is Arabic, but you know, you could speak to him any way you want, right?
2: Mm.
0: and religion right? Like, if you think about it it's what's in your heart, ho- I think it's also what's in your heart you know, good intentions you know, if you've got good intentions, in everything I think that counts as something as to opposed to, because you could be like everything, hijabi, whatever you know, or going to the mosque and doing everything right, but your mm. intentions towards somebody else might not be uh, clean, you know what I'm saying yeah. you might have mm-hmm. negative intentions with somebody else, but then that doesn't. Does that? What's that, That's bad for you then, because you're outwardly you're going. Ah, yes. You know, I'm praying the I'm, I'm, all this right. But in in inside right, you are like thinking bad of people right. You want bad for people. Yeah. You know, you're not. At the most, you're not meant to do that. But we're human beings at the end of the day, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Nobody knows what's in our heart. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm with you on that. Like, for to to me, it's all about like. Um, it's like belief system. I always just think whatever you believe in, so no matter what your actions and stuff dictate, yeah. I think when it when it boils right down to it, is what's your belief system? Do you believe you're a certain thing? Because then it, even within um, that, you've got like good or bad, don't you? Like, as in, you could be a good Muslim, you could be a bad Muslim, you could be like, yeah. you know, that kind
0: and of And who things. knows, right? So that, that's the thing, right? Good or bad. No human being, no person can say to you, you're a bad Muslim or you're yeah. a good Muslim. Because only God knows whether you're good or bad. Like my, uh, somebody very close to me said to me, he said, um, he said, oh, he said, um, on the day of judgment, right, um, he said, the only person God's going to be interested in, he said, God's going to ask me what I did. Mm -hmm. He's going to ask him what he did. He said, he's not going to ask me what you did or what so and so did. So the only person, he said, the only person I have to really think about, he said, is myself i Mm -hmm. have to do good i have to do x y you know i have to do good in what i think is good right because that's all that matters he said if you're doing good that's good for you that's your you're doing good deeds that's your good deeds because your good deeds aren't going to he said god's not going to ask me about what good you did He's he's going to ask me if i was a bad person i would have to atone for that and that whatever right and if you're a bad Mm -hmm. person you have to atone for your own sins so when people say oh but god has told us that we have to you don't have to tell me anything right you know let who he you know let, what's the saying let who he sings cast the first yeah because you know you could be a good muslim right everything's good and, and and then you you go out one day and you kick a homeless person that's bad right,
2: <laughs> no, I just bad say, right?
0: you kick a homeless person that's the bad thing but somebody else could be an average Muslim, right, just mm. getting about doing their own things, but maybe, you know, they saw the um, homeless person and they gave them money, they gave them food, you know, they, they sort of did that, you know, and God, you know, that's a good deed at the end of the day. You yeah. know? you could be a good Muslim and you could give oh, bloody homeless people, kick, give a kick or something, right, because <laughs> they, I don't know, they could be outside your house or something, or they could be making your street look messy. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know
0: what I'm saying? So it's like good intentions and good deeds I
1: think ultimately that's what it comes down to. I'm with you on that. Um, I guess this kind of, I guess my question, like uh, my, my, my final question really would be like offense. Yep. So when we talk about, so we were talking about Muslim, you were talking about you wearing a headscarf and stuff. So you're, you've got like quite a niche where it's like, so you wear the hijab sometimes within your, in your scenes. Do you ever think it's
0: about it? Like, I only started there? that recently. I, I really, I only, <laughs> that's just a recent thing as well. Do you know right. what? Right? I'm going to, so again, in all uh, transparency, I never used to wear it for porn because I didn't mm. think that. I thought, oh, it's not right. It's not right. It's not right.
2: Right. right.
0: But like when I came back to the shooting and I, I sat down and I gave it a lot of thought, I did give it a lot of thought and I thought, do mm. you know what? It's just a head covering.
2: Right. Ultimately,
0: I say hijab, right? It's just a head covering. Because most of the scenes that I'm doing, within that, are cultural. Mm-hmm. They're like Indian. You know, that's, my yeah. that's where you know, I'm Indian, you know, whether Indian or Pakistani. We all have the same sort of scenarios. Like I did yeah. a girl, uh, with the other girl, I did a scene. Um, and we, we've all gone through it. Like, I haven't, cause my mum was a bit too on the ball with it, right? my mum was like, because she, was she wasn't born here, but she came when she was eight. So she went through the school system here.
1: Yeah. And
0: she knew, so she, when she was going through the school school system from that age till she was 16, she met, obviously, came through across Muslim girls, who used to do all of this. So she was, my mum was like on the board. You couldn't get anything past my mother, like compared to my cousin's mum's. And I'm like, it's not fair. Mm-hmm. But, um, so we did this scene, right? So I'm the hijabi Barbie, right? so I'm just, and then the girl comes so she comes to the house and she's got like a she's got leggings on like and she's got a coat on but underneath it like she's got a short skirt and top on right <laughs> i know girls who used to do that so they cut so and i go and i so i'm saying to her can you show me what you've got on what you've got? and she's like oh and then her coat falls off and i go what is that you've got on right and she, obviously the pants come you know they were going to go out and take the pants off. girls i mean when i was at high school so take a uh, secondary school for instance right when i was at high school, as a Muslim, right, uh, as a Muslim girl, you, you wore the uniform, skirt, right, and you had to wear pants. Your, had, your parents made you wear pants underneath it, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fucking like, 10 million layers of clothes, pants underneath <laughs> the, <knees>, the skirt. <laughs> so I know so many girls, right, who used to come to school, go to the toilet and take their pants off. Right. So
2: just right have, yeah.
0: Do you know what I mean? They just have their skirt on. I was always too scared, right? <laughs> I was always that scared. <laughs> I don't know why. That's if your dad was going to come to school. And can't. Actually, saying that, right, my dad, I, 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 right, little stories, right. So when I was back at home, uh, so after, so between like finishing uni and working, I sort of lived all across the country and then moved back home for a bit, and then I worked in the north for a bit um, in a completely different. I used to work in fashion, but then I just took time out of fashion and I just worked in sales for a bit. And, um, yeah, so I, w- I went to work, I was going to w- and I wasn't living at home because I came home, I was living at home for a bit, and I told my mum I was going, I was going to not come, not come home, I told my mum I was going mm. out and I wouldn't be home, mm. and um, so I didn't come home that night. I told her, that. I'd left a big old note on the fridge saying I will not be home. You've got to also understand I was in my mid-20s mid tw- by this point, right, so this is mm-hmm. early, early to mid-20s, um, and I came home the next day. And she absolutely hit the roof. Absolutely went bananas! If you're living in my house, you'll be home. No staying out, okay? Um, it, that's a like poor child You know, poor child yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some of the stuff people got—they got. It's really funny actually, because it's very relative to how I was brought up. So I moved out them. 'cause I'd already been living away from home for such a long time. So I was like, I'm moving out, and my dad was like, Oh no, don't move out. We, you know what? I said, No. Do you know what? It's simple. If I move out. Mm. So I moved like 20 minutes away from my parents' room, and I was at work, so I had a skirt on, I didn't wear any pants with it, I just had a short skirt on, and my dad, I, oh my God, and my dad came, I don't know what he came to work for, for something, and then and some girl was going, oh, your dad's here, and I was like, oh, oh, I'm not dressed to see my dad
2: right,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm not here, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, come on, going, what the fuck is this shit you're wearing, um, so yeah, so then... girls used to take the pants off you know the it's just i think people don't realize or maybe some people do but some people don't realize i think the girls these days who are younger don't realize i mean i think some parents are a bit more lenient now Mm -hmm. but back in the like 80s that my parents were so strict
2: yeah it was
0: it was hard being growing up as a muslim girl where you couldn't go out with your friends or you couldn't do this and you couldn't do that you could you know you couldn't have any you couldn't have a boyfriend <laughs> you know yeah. um you know you had to be at home you know whether he talks so he's got a uh, whole time he's got this thing on curfew time and it's like it's 10 p.m curfew. Oh, yeah. oh, curfew yeah <laughs> my mom had you know we, you have to be at home if you you know you could but I used to go to my, uh, my uncle's house my mom's brother's house she'd ring there and he only lived down the road so mm. I could see my cousins 11 o'clock she'd go where are you
2: <laughs> I'm at your
0: brother's house I'm, come home but I'm at your brother's house. I'm not even anywhere. I shouldn't be, right? I'm at indoor, yeah. indoors with family. No, come home. Okay, i have to go home now. <laughs>
1: that's, that's crazy. That, that, that is like... I mean, so
0: I was so, so strict, right? That I think, you know, I'm not... I mean, that's why, you know, people talk about going out and stuff. I'm like, it, you know, it doesn't bother me. 10 p.m. Yeah. So, you know, if someone said Oh, be home, I don't give a shit, man. I've gone through, yeah. all, I've lived through all that. To me, I've lived through all that. It, it doesn't mean nothing. If they say, oh, you can't go out, I go, okay, I don't go out, I don't go out anywhere anyway. I just stay at home.
1: <laughs> that was crazy. Do you ever worry about, like, backlash from, like, scenes and stuff that you do?
0: Uh, no. Uh, do you know what? When I first started, I mean, I don't know, when I first started in 2004, I had so much backlash. Because so when people talk about it now, they go, oh, my God, I go, Look, I went through, it. I've been through it, right? I've been through everything mm. that you guys have gone through. And I went through
1: in 2004. I what kind
0: of black, backlash thresh. did you get? I got, you know, I've been a Muslim girl in porn. You know, I had death threats. I had my, there were forums that I had my address on it to say, oh, this is where she lives. If you find her, go and kill her. Um, I had so much stuff, right? But you know what? I was like, yeah, I'm still here. Right? I carry, and I was like, come on, come and do it, right? If you're going to come and kill me, just
2: come
0: and kill me, right? <laughs> what, what is it, what, why does what I do, because obviously it reflects, you know, as oh, you can't call yourself Muslim. I call I call myself what I want, right? You can't call hmm. your. You know, I've have Indians. I have Indian guys in Pakistan. Indian guys going, uh, but you're not Indian. No, sorry, I have Pakistani guys go. Uh, well, anyway, they go. Oh, you you Pakistani. I go. Why am I Pakistani? For? Because you're Muslim. Hmm. I go. Go and learn some geography, man.
2: So yeah. you
0: know, If you knew your history and geography, history. If you knew your history, you'd know that it was all one place. And when the partition happened, not everybody decided to go, yeah. go and move to Pakistan. You know, there's still lots of Indians sorry, Muslims in India. Mm. I had So that was the other thing. People didn't used to believe me. They go, oh, no, you're lying. You're not Indian. You're Pakistani. I go, I should know.
2: <laughs> I was born, <laughs> uh,
0: who knows my background better than me and my parents? We're Indian. You're know, from Gujarat. We're not anywhere from Pakistan. And they go, oh, no, you're, you're Pakistani. I go, no, you're not Indian. They will be, you know. So everywhere they go, Oh she's Pakistani, I go, No, Indian. Mm. Um, I haven't had too much backlash. I mean, I know some people said, Oh, it's a bit disrespectful to the religion, but then I think to myself, I said, Well, where was your outrage at me when I wore a nun's outfit?
1: True, very true.
0: I wore a nun's outfit for various suits, you No, know, I did for my own website. Where well, was the outrage for that? It's still mm-hmm. a somebody's religious outfit. Um, yeah. In terms of uh, i don't ever knock islam right here's the thing mm-hmm. and i know i've had people ask me um, and I draw the line at that i don't discuss religion so when i'm shooting i don't discuss it's cultural it's all cultural i don't do, I don't do religious blasphemy i don't have a I, I wouldn't do porn on a prep i think there are some things that are a bit below the belt for any religion like i wouldn't mm-hmm. do it in christian i wouldn't do it as a, on a, for any religion so um I don't use the Qur'an in any, any scenes. I've had people ask me, they go, oh, can you, like, um, rip the Qur'an, can you piss on it, can you do this? No, mm.
2: uh,
0: I, I, that's just wrong. I wouldn't do mm. it, on the, I wouldn't do it on the Bible. Yeah,
2: either.
0: yeah. Or, or I want to shoot, or why don't you do a shoot using a prayer mat? Oh, no, because that is something that people use as prayer, right? Gotcha. So them sort of things, I don't do it. I mean, people do do it, and they make a lot of money on it, right? I, mm. I know that. but um, that's my line. The scarf to me is just a, a piece of covering.
1: Gotcha. I think you've hit I think so, you that
0: quite quite. I could, oh, yeah. uh, I could put a turban, you know, technically I could put a turban on my head and call it a hijab. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you, know, yeah. They, you know, some of them some uh, women wear the hijab like a turban, don't they? Like, uh, you yeah. know, I could put like an African style thing and I've just got a turban on my head, but it'll still be a hijab.
2: Yeah.
0: because um, most of the hijab has got to do with the the clothes as in you know, if I wore a loose Lusolar kameez and I put a turban on, that's like, you know, I'm covered.
2: Right, so
0: got I, you. I to, you know what I'm saying? So most of my themes are cultural-based, so they're like Indian-based. mm
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, That makes sense. But Indian people, Indian Indian guys are a bit strange, right? Like, <laughs> so they're very much into this um, incestuous sh- sh- shizzle, word. I, I uh, always like... They go, oh, why don't you do Barbie uh, uh, like mom and son? I go, oh no. Oh, they go, what Step mom and son? I go, no. I said, I feel a bit. I go, I just about. When I'm shooting scenes, sometimes I don't really like when I shot with uh, Bengali, the Bengali girl. It was just like another girl. It was only when mm-hmm. I uh, typed up a title for it when I was uploading it, and I thought I'll call it my I'll call it my niece or something like yeah. British, when I was I was out running with my niece and whatever. It was just then. But when I'm shooting, I don't shoot with a go, oh, stepson, stepson. <laughs> <you. I, laughs> right. I, 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 um, to me, that le- it's, uh, it's just a, it's a strange thing. Bro, Indian, um,
2: uh, yeah. They have I'm, a massive
0: I'm, thing. No. The Indian, like, sub- I'm gonna, I don't know if it's just sub- from India and Pakistan, and, you know, the whole sub-Indian sub- yeah. continent. Like, the, the whole incest thing, they're like uh, really into it constantly get asked for it. and I'm just like, I can't do it. They go, just
1: get you your step I was like, no. So it's like, I, I, I had this conversation with a friend the other day as well. Like when you go through the um, like most popular on like Pornhub and stuff, even in like, if you scroll through most popular like UK, it's all that, like it's, it's yeah. all incest stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on with people's minds? Like, no, I understand it's taboo
0: and stuff, right? But come on now,
1: there's lines.
0: There's a line, and so to get around that whole, you know, incest thing, because you can't—they don't let you put it up there because Mm. you know it's illegal. Incest is illegal, so that's how they go step mom and step brother or step everything's a step. Like that's the only way you can do it. It's all got to be step, right?
1: Um,
0: And I am just like—it's
1: too much too much you know it's far too much we
0: well, mean, not joke, right we may be like uh debauched porn people right but a lot of people have <laughs> our
1: own. We have
2: your own
0: moral compass at the end of the day i think that's it you you have to have your own moral compass and you know your moral compass might not be the same as my moral compass but it doesn't mean it's any it's not off key it's just yeah. how you you know just because somebody uses does blasphemy and um prayer maps and stuff for the porn that they shoot it doesn't make them any less it doesn't make them any less than because i decide not to so yeah. I, it's just what you it's just how you feel and how you mm. decide to take it
1: i'm with you on that i'm with you well this has generally been one of the, the most fascinating conversations i've ever had this has been crazy so thank you so much again for coming on um, thank you for having me no 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 not a problem at all sahara night